Okay, we're about ready. Okay, uh, we're going to uh, maybe use this. Is there anyone who'd like to uh, share something that came up in your talking with your neighbor? Anyone like to share something that came through? Yeah. I, I actually just want to um, pose the question. Maybe you're going to get to it at some point anyway, but the... the Discernment between phobic fears and real, valid, mm -hmm. real-time fears. You know, I, it's, maybe at some point you can talk a little more about that. And I did recognize that that is the first, you know, is hit on in the first two yeah. on the list. The, phobia, the phobias are the irrational fears, such as fear of heights and so forth. And... The, shall we say, appropriate fears are the ones that have to do with what would startle anyone. For instance, if 20 cobras entered the room now, yeah. it would be an appropriate reaction to feel fear <laughs> and to deal with the situation by leaving. <laughs> And then the, the fears that we're talking about are the neurotic fears, the ones that are not real, but they're also not irrational, they're understandable, and they hook up to the past. So that's the fear of commitment, fear of closeness, fear of abandonment, fear of engulfment, all the things we've been talking about. And, and that's where we get into the most trouble. But it's perfectly understandable that we would have fears like this. Okay. Uh, yeah. Way in the back. I'm really glad we got a chance to go through those affirmations and hear them. Okay. It's good to hear the, someone's voice. And then I hope you'll keep this list and, uh, you know, just kind of work with it as underline the ones that are meaningful to you and use them as daily affirmations, I found it made a big difference in letting go of fear. So I have, every one of those fears is mine. That's how I did the list. <laughs> All right. So I have a question about um, this one. I let go of my belief that I'm entitled to be taken care of. So I'm wondering what you mean by taken care of, because I, I feel like we're all deserving, right, of feeling like we're being taken care of in a relationship. Um, so that's the only one out of all of these that caused me to pause. Yeah, I meant being taken care of fully so that you don't activate or launch yourself into the world. You just are having your parents take care of you or... Dependency. Total dependency. I'm referring to that, not about being cared about. Got it, got it. Yeah. Okay, right up here, um, right here, with the green sweater. 
Um, hi again. Yeah. Um, question about I let go of my of the fear behind my guilt and shame. So when I have guilt and shame, often it's because I've listened to my fear mm. and not done what um, um, what I needed to do to make myself feel positive about myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure about this fear of guilt and shame as much. The fear behind the guilt and shame. Well, the guilt and shame, though, comes... It's sometimes guilt and shame are healthy because they're signaling that I'm not doing what I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. So I guess I just feel more like guilt and shame give rise to fear than fear gives rise to guilt and shame. Kind of goes back and forth. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Okay. That would be a better way to put it. Uh, right behind you. Did you have a question? No. Okay, right here. Uh, Hi, I have a little different take on the entitlement because I had that happen a few months ago. Somebody was recovering from from a surgery and said, we're in this relationship, I'm entitled to be taken care of. And it proved to be the the devil's in the details as far as boundaries. She wasn't entitled to make me go up and down stairs three or four times because I kept bringing the wrong olive oil. And, And several days into it was kind of worn out. So that's my reading on that one, that you're, you're, you're entitled, but, you know. But there's a limit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would agree. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for, for affirming. <laughs> okay, let's have one more, and then we will uh, wind up this part. I'm so glad you... Looked at these more carefully and saw some one of them or more that fit for you. Well, it's not as much as a question; it's just an idea that came to me. I yeah. thought about maybe recording myself reading this, and because one of the things that I thought was that when fear settles in, your physiology, your somatic reaction is already very high, and your breath is fast. So, by finding a space and a time where I can read this. I mean, it, and I love the length of it. It's like a mantra. So I can just listen to this in that state mm-hmm. when I remember when I'm in a calmer state. So I thought it would be it's just a beautiful kind of a mantra song. So I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up because um, that is what I suggest here in the book. And I also suggest using, I shortened the list for the sake of time. But if you... Uh, you can either use the list I gave you if you don't have the book, but if you do have this, the When Love Meets Fear, uh, you'll see page, um, it's in the top, it's in the chapter called Facing Fear, Taking Your Fear Inventory, and it begins on uh, 155. And so... What I did was exactly what he said. I, I made my list, and you can make your own list, or you can use mine, and you can <clears throat> eliminate some of them or add your own. I did what he just said. I put it onto a uh, tape, and then each day I lay down in a meditative 
compose and I listen to it. And just by doing that each day, I did it for like about two or three weeks, I actually noticed a big difference in how I was in the world. You want to put it in your own voice. So you can put it on your iPod or whatever way you have of recording. And um, then listening to it, you'll see that it makes a big difference because they work as affirmations. Everybody follow? Okay. We had an announcement from Sean. Thank you so much, David, for, for being here. Um, you enjoying the day? Yeah. Great. Such rich uh, topic. Um, so, um, thank you for coming. We're going to break for lunch for about an hour and a half, give or take.